0: Chapter Seventeen of Billy Whiskers The Autobiography of a Goat. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Brant Burgess. Billy Whiskers The Autobiography of a Goat by Francis Trego Montgomery. What Billy Did on Friday. When Billy's little band of circus people joined the others, they found everything in order as they were the last company of the six traveling bands to join the main one. There was one huge tent with three rings in it where the performances would be given. Opening into this was another large one where the animals were exhibited and branching out of this were three others. One where the horses and ponies were kept Another used as the dressing room, and still another where the circus people took their meals, while scattered around were ten or a dozen sideshows. The cage Billy was in had hardly been put in place when the sides were taken off, and he found himself in the large animal tent, with the cages arranged round the edge, and his old friend the elephant tethered just outside with the other elephants from the different bands and his elephant friend was talking to his chum, the elephant he had told Billy about, that told such good stories. Billy thought he must be telling one now, for they were both laughing, but you might have thought they were trumpeting, had you heard them. Billy bleated to the elephant, and he raised his head and looked in all directions to see where Billy was, but he could not see him until Billy told him where to look. "'Goodness gracious me! Is that you, Mr. Billy, shut up in that cage? "'I never expected to see you in a place like that.' "'Neither did I ever expect to find myself in one like this,' Billy answered. "'And what is more, I would rather be dead than stay here. "'But I will get out yet, don't you fear?' "'I bet you do, Mr. Whiskers, for you are a good one at getting out of scrapes "'as well as getting into them.' Let me introduce you to my friend and chum, Prince Nankampu, as he is called on the showbill. After the introduction, Billy's friend said, Don't look so downhearted. I will get the prince to tell us one of his funny stories so we can have a good laugh. He has just been telling me a capital one. But before he had time to tell it, a man came along with a hose and began to wash out Billy's cage and souse him with water squirting it in his eyes just to tease him which billy thought was a little too much as it was like kicking a fellow when he was down and could not help himself just wait mr man with the hose until i meet you when i get out of here and if i don't make your body ache then my name is not billy whiskers i am going to give you a butt and hook that will send you halfway up a telegraph pole While he was fuming about this, another man came along and gave him a nice, cool drink, and as he saw he had not eaten any of the hay, he gave him a bunch of carrots and a bundle of nice grass. This Billy appreciated and said to himself, "'That's a nice man. I'll do him a favor sometime if I ever get the chance.' Billy had not stopped eating when a man came along with a bucket in his hand with something black in it and a large flat brush. When he got to Billy's cage, he commenced to unlock the door, and to Billy's surprise, he climbed in and shut the door after him. Well, I wonder what is up now, thought Billy. I don't want to interrupt your breakfast, Master Billy, but this job has to be done before the circus begins this morning just go on eating while I turn you from an ordinary white goat into a black one. Hereafter, you are to be known as the wild goat with three horns from Guinea. If you don't believe me, read the printed sign outside tacked to your cage, but do not be alarmed. This black stuff is not paint, and it will wash off easily, for it is only charcoal and some other mixture. You see, our black goat died, and "'As we have it advertised, we are going to fix you up to represent it, "'and the people won't know the difference, for the public are easily fooled. "'And for your third horn, this came off of a Mexican steer.' "'The man took from his pocket a long horn "'and glued it onto Billy's head between his other horns, "'only with the curved point forward instead of backward. "'How Billy wished for a mirror to see himself when the man had finished.' i must look like satan mr windlass's goat thought billy billy did not get fixed any too soon for the people now began to crowd into the circus to see the animals before the performances commenced and they passed around the ring before the animals cages talking and giving them peanuts popcorn and apples he heard someone say when in front of his cage oh my look at this queer looking goat with three horns Don't he look fierce? Let's read the card on his cage and see what it says about him. It says he was caught in the mountains of Guinea and that he is very ferocious. He looks it, doesn't he? How would you like to have him hook you? Billy heard one little boy say to another. Isn't this funny? The card says he kills his prey with his two sharp pointed horns and then hooks the other one into his prey and carries it off. Is that what the card says? Well, if that isn't the biggest lie I ever heard, thought Billy. I'll bet the ringmaster made that up, like the one about my being an astrologer. Oh, he is a dandy, he is, but when I come to think of it, I don't mind if they do fool the people, if they are so easily galled as that. And I guess I will help them carry it out by behaving fierce and kicking around when anyone looks into my cage after the people had all passed into the main tent the wind began to blow a perfect hurricane and the rain came down in sheets while one peal of thunder followed another in such quick succession that one would hardly have time to die away before another was upon it rolling and booming like heavy pieces of artillery the lightning was so vivid and bright that it made billy wink at every flash Presently, a fiercer, stronger volume of wind hit the big tent and it collapsed, burying all the people under it, while the same gust swept on and picked up the tent Billy was sheltered in and carried it off, upsetting cage after cage of animals as it flew up and soared over their heads. Billy's cage was among those upset, but before it went over, the wind picked it up, carried it a few feet, and then dropped it. "'smashing in the wooden side "'and setting Billy free. "'For once the old saying came true, "'that it is an ill wind "'that blows nobody any good. "'With a swish of his stubby tail, "'Billy was off down a side street, "'and as he ran, "'he could hear above the peals of the thunder "'and the rushing of the wind, "'the lions roaring, "'and the elephants trumpeting for fear "'amid the confusion and excitement "'of the collapsed tents. THE CIRCUS THAT BILLY HAD ESCAPED FROM FOR GOOD. END OF CHAPTER SEVENTEEN